0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Clear Talk, a podcast from CTSI. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the show. On the show today, we're going to be introducing you to AFA Protective Systems and telling you about their long and rich history, as well as what the future holds for this amazing company. And so joining me today, thrilled to have two guests from AFA on with us. First, we have Mark Labua. He's the vice president and chief information officer at AFA Protective Systems. Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Absolutely. And we're also thrilled to be joined by David Kleinman. He's the president and general counsel of AFA Protective Systems. David, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Pleasure to be here. Excellent stuff. So David, give us some of the background and history of AFA Protective Systems. I know this is a company that got its start way
1: back in the 1800s. The company was founded in 1873. And at the time, alarm signals, you know, as we know them today, back then, totally different technology. So you're going back We basically come out of the 1840s with telegraphs and telegraph communication. So there ended up being a need in the 1870s. In Chicago, you had the Great Chicago Fire. Then in Boston, you have very original, the Great Boston Fire. And there was a need not to protect lives, but to protect property. Back then, I mean, even today, $50 million is a lot. But can you imagine what how much, you know, $50 million was back then? So, lo and behold, people realized that things get bad things happen. Bad things can also happen to not only, you know, property, but people as well. And so, in the 1870s, the decision was made to actually incorporate that technology to kind of send out warning signals to people nearby. As time goes on, and AFA does illustrate this on the website, on our website. The technology was used to actually not just go to local areas, but eventually to uh, a central station so that central stations could reach out and uh, notify uh, whether it be the fire department, the police department or whatever agency was needed to render help. Uh, just so you know, for AFA, as we are now, which stands which AFA protective systems. Uh, Previously, we were uh, automatic fire alarm, which is what the AFA stands for. Again, very original. Um, But AFA actually has an interesting uh, history on its own in the 1960s in that there was trust busting uh, cases going on, litigation in the United States. As you mentioned, I'm general counsel, so I find this interesting being an attorney. And at one point, uh, the company Grinnell actually owned basically 87% of, I'll just make it simple, the alarm business. And through that, there ended up being trust busting where they broke out ADT, homes, and AFA. And my family, the Kleinman family, got involved at that point. And that is when AFA Protective Systems became what it is today.
0: That is really fascinating. And, and I'm, I'm guessing that there's also been um, some really notable uh, innovations and things that AFA has done over the years to kind of put itself in this particular space as, as an innovator, as a, a market leader um, in this particular area. Mark, do you have any, uh, any details on anything like that, that any, any particular innovations
2: that AFA has been a part of over the years? One significant inv- innovation was the Centrac Multiplex Fire Alarm System, which allowed um, us to segregate points as opposed to just knowing that there was a fire alarm in the building to actually know what device or what area that alarm was coming from, which as you can imagine in a situation with the fire department responding, knowing where that fire is in the building is very important.
0: Is this a a, a legacy thing where you've been a, around AFA for
1: a long time now, a long part of your life? I mean, you could argue my entire life. <laughs> um, so just again, with myself, I started working here in summers when I was 18, I'm 40 now. So I go back to 1999, but I mean, I remember my father uh, actually litigating on behalf of AFA against New York city. So one of the things that I didn't mention, but I can now uh, in the introduction about AFA was AFA, one of AFA's chief markets is New York city, Manhattan, we are located, the corporate office is Long Island, but one of our biggest markets to this day is still New York City. So one of whether it's a legacy for you know the family or just AFA in general is AFA actually litigated against the city of New York to oppose excessive fire alarm fees. And we were we were successful. AFA was successful. And so one of AFA's legacies which I have to give kudos to my father for this, because he was the one that did it, actually combated Manhattan one, and AFA was actually able to, I, I don't know if this is a good thing or not, but we were able to refund those fees to the customers. So one of AFA's legacies to me is that AFA always tries to do right by the customer and will actually go and fight for the customer.
0: Yeah, that's 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 a fantastic thing to highlight. Um, just the willingness and the desire to always do right by the the customer, I think, is, is an important thing to highlight and an important value uh, to put out there as far as uh, what AFA is all about and and who you are as a company. That's uh, that's really excellent. And so, I know that in 2009, you began receiving signals to your central station uh, via the internet. Tell us about the significance of, of that particular moment and maybe how that brought AFA into where we are now with with some modern technology connecting to the internet and that sort of thing, given where you started back in the 1800s?
2: Well, receiving signals via the internet greatly reduced the time uh, for the transmission to get from the subscriber's location to our central station, which in an, a life safety environment, and particularly fire, every second counts. So you, you potentially are going from 30 to 45 seconds to two seconds and that that means something in that world and the response time is uh, greatly enhanced
0: absolutely and david does this maybe show that that afa evolves as the time you know as as the times evolve right as technology has evolved afa has evolved right alongside it and um and been able to i, I suppose mature along with different technologies and so all of a sudden you know you have this this technology and now you're able to um to modernize right along with it
1: absolutely I mean, between you know, again, like I said, starting out signals via telegraph. Eventually, you know, you had some POPs lines, but you, you also had other things: McColl lines. Mark just mentioned, you know, the internet today, digital cell. You know, regular pop lines, phones line, phone lines are going away. So, the answer is definitely yes, uh, and not only technology wise, but when the decisions are being made, whether it's NFPA or whoever setting, whether it's codes or rules or standards, you know, having employees actually on those committees so that we're in the room as the stuff is happening is is really fantastic.
0: Hmm. That's an excellent point. Absolutely. So as you look back you know what do you feel like is the biggest legacy um that that afa has has left throughout its history up to this point obviously there's a lot to go in the future um but uh but as you look back what do you think is the biggest thing that afa has has given the world and given the community
1: in terms of uh, its long and rich history it's a great question again with my family having been involved since you know the late 1960s and just being able to have steady leadership here. If you look over the years, and again, this was something that I briefly you know, touched on, being able to do right by the customer, being able to do right by the employees, trying to go out there and provide the best service that we possibly can because, I mean, we, we do view ourselves as a service organization um, and just trying to do the right thing. I mean, I know it sounds corny, but we really do believe that here. And by staying fresh technologically, you know, hopefully we can keep doing that and looking to the future as well. I think the future is bright. Absolutely. So let's talk about that bright future. Uh, Mark, I'd love to start with
0: you. What sorts of things excite you for the future of AFA? You've obviously been there for 25 years, you were telling me before we started recording. Uh, What excites you now about uh, where the company is moving in the future?
2: The acquisition of AFA by CTSI is going to really increase our ability to take the winning formula that the Kleinman family has put together and apply that to a much larger audience. And I think uh, we're gonna end up with a better world because of it.
0: 100%. David, what are you, what, what are you looking forward to for the future? Uh, what, what
1: excites you about uh, what's ahead for AFA? Well, first, Mark, I love that answer. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know what I can say after that. Since the acquisition, it's a little it's a little different for me, you know, personally, because, you know, previously I, I had my father here, I had my uncle here, but now here I am, it's just me. And it's, it's fantastic. Just, you know, a little side note. <laughs> but regarding the future, regarding the future of the company, it'll be nice now to be able to leave my own mark here. Not you, Mark. I do believe the future's bright. I think there's a lot of opportunities that maybe previously we might have been conservative on, whereas now maybe we don't have to be. And as Mark said, and I happen to agree, I think there's definitely... A formula out there that's being introduced to us that, you know, hopefully we'll be able to properly utilize it and really have success here. Absolutely. And for people
0: who may not know who AFA is and what your company is all about, how would you describe maybe the values that have guided the company over the years, David? Uh, What what sorts of words would you use to maybe describe um, the essence of who this company is and what your values are?
1: In one word, I would use steady, reliable, consistent. I mean, we've been around since 1873. I know we like saying that, but there's something to that. There's something, you know, to a member of my family being here since the 1960s and here we are moving forward. Um, what I think our values are, we try to do right by the customer. We try to do right by the employee. Yes, we're, we're here. This is a business. We, we do enjoy, you know, making money. That's, that's the name of the game, but, The fact that we're here and we get to provide a service that is necessary, a service that not only is it necessary, but it just it makes you feel good knowing that, you know, you're helping you're helping protect things, whether whether it's, you know, people, whether it's property, whatever it may be, you're actually doing something and you're helping others out.
0: And Mark, how would you describe uh, AFA the people uh, who might not be familiar with the company? And, you know, how would you describe the values that 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 govern the company?
2: I would say um, one of its special values are its inclusivity. Everyone is treated as part of the family, and uh, there's really plenty of opportunity for uh, growth and learning and achieving goals and really being a better person.
0: Uh, David, Mark, any final thoughts for our listeners here today before we sign off? Anything you want to leave people with just on the legacy, who you are as a company, and where you are going forward? Uh, David, let me kick it to you first just for any final thoughts, uh, anything you want listeners to walk away with here today.
1: Moving forward, AFA, as through this acquisition, we're going to be the face of the FIRE platform. It's great opportunity. It's a new time. It's an exciting time um, for myself, for everybody here at AFA. But it should be for everybody. I mean, this is new to all of us. And just we're really looking forward to this opportunity.
0: Mark, any final thoughts? Anything uh, you want to leave listeners with here today?
2: Yes. I'd, I'd like to say that while my experience and time at AFA and with the Kleiman family will always be special, I'm really looking forward to the inspired leadership of Joe Oliveri and his team uh, to see how far we can go with this uh, with this new endeavor.
0: Excellent stuff. Well, it's exciting times and I'm looking forward to seeing how AFA continues to grow and, uh, and innovate in the future, uh, especially given its long and rich history here in this area. So Mark Labua and David Kleiman, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Clear Talk, a podcast from CTSI and sharing a little bit more about who AFA is and where you're going in the future.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into another episode of Clear Talk. We hope you enjoyed being introduced to this fantastic company as much as I did. Uh, Stay tuned for upcoming episodes of the podcast. You can find them on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also go to the CTSI website for more and stay tuned. We'll be back soon with those new episodes. But for this one, for my guests today, Mark and David, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.